Hi everyone, I am Nancy and welcome to the podcast. Today I will be hosting and my guest for today is Siddharth. <laughs> yeah. So, as you know, we have recorded two episodes earlier. In the first episode, we recorded how we started the podcast, what was the motive and how you can also start the podcast, how do you cold email, how do you reach out to guests and things like that. And in the next episode, we discussed what kind of opportunities we both got through the podcast. Yeah. Like Siddharth got opportunities to work with Prime Venture Partners and then Amazon. And I also got to work with so many founders. I thought that I needed to work on many skills, including communication skills. It really yeah. helped me and there are many other opportunities I got. So we talked about those things in the next episode. Today, we will be talking about investing because there is one part of 100x entrepreneur, which uh, there are many people who listen to the podcast. They don't know about and uh, only founders know this side of us. What cooks behind yeah. the curtains right there is a little secret i want to share we uh, started the podcast during that time siddharth wanted to get into investing venture capital and he started reaching out to many vc firms asking for job not even a single job he got <laughs> then he got an offer from prime venture partners and uh, he wanted to specifically work on investing but it was about community he was supposed to head the community they were building for prime venture partners their founders and anyone who want to know about prime venture partners tell me siddharth you wanted to get into vc but there is this unique opportunity you got and uh, I know that you were not very sure about the opportunity. Why did you accept that offer? So we have to go back one year before, right? When we together started the podcast in 2018, my aim was to understand how venture capital works. And it, it came from a point of vengeance that I did not get a series A, right? Many people said that my own startup had a small market size, which was serving, you know, we were building a community for mothers, giving them child healthcare products and services, both digital and physical. I wanted to understand how VCs think. And through one year of the podcast from 2018 to 2019, I got the theoretical side of it, where we recorded almost 50 plus venture capitalists on our podcast, including Sikoa, you know, the best of venture capitalists in India, right? Rajan Anandan was also there. And I went to Rajan's house in Delhi to record the podcast. When I thought like, now let me get to learn the practical aspect of it, right? How can I put money and make it work? for the VC firm I work with. VCs told me that you are not Kunal Shah, uh, neither you are McKinsey, nor you come from a top tier MBA college. How did you feel? <laughs> I felt bad. One thing was that as an entrepreneur, I developed persistence, right? So I never stopped reaching out to VC firms. And what was happening is while I was going to VC offices, uh, right, to record the podcast, I checked after it, right? During one such interaction, I came to Prime Venture's office in Whitefield from Delhi. And after the podcast, I checked with Amit that, hey, is there a role in investing? And after three months, there was complete silence. And one day, Amit reached out that hey, there is no investing role, uh, but there's a role for head of community where you know you can build community initiatives like that, like your own podcast, you can build at Prime. So for me, uh, the first reaction was, let me grab it because that gives me a foot in the door in the world of venture capital. So that foot in the door was very important for me, irrespective of even I think somebody would have asked me to clean the floors in a VC office, I might have accepted it. You got the opportunity to yeah. work with the VC firm. You were not working on investing, you were managing the community yeah. from Prime Venture Partners. And you were also doing like the podcast, your own podcast, in like Prime our podcast. podcast and the 
पॉडकास्ट फॉर प्राइम पार्टनर वॉट वॉज हैपनिंग इन योर माइंड लाइक इन्वेस्टिंग के लिए कि कहाँ तक पहुंचाऊ अभी उस टाइम पे क्या कर रहे थे आप सो बिफोर प्राइम राइट वी वर एट शीरोज He agreed to sponsor the podcast, and that's how I offered Taran that hey, can you take a small check from us? That's how investment in Neemans happened. Two or three checks like that happened, and I got my own taste. It was just me versus me, so there was no learning happening where I could debate ideas with other people on investing. Is this a good opportunity or not? So let me move forward. Right, what happened is. After Prime, I joined Amazon Web Services, and Amazon Web Services allowed you to invest. At that point of time, we started building the fund one, which was very small, right? There were many people who were telling you not to join AWS because it's not going to give you the kind of investing experience you were looking for that point in time. Then, what made you join Amazon? So I always lacked a large company experience in my life. You were ticking box that I wanted to get into VC. I want to just. experience what happens inside a vc office from decision making to what kind of founders they meet what kind of founders they reject what kind of founders yeah. they go with or how a day in a vc office look like you had all these experiences yes. and then within just 3 4 months you decided to move on so amazon web services i had applied right even before i had applied to prime and aws process is so long that it takes 6 to 9 months for them to consider an application and the thought process was very simple what i lacked in my life was i wanted to learn venture capital being in a vc firm at the same time i had never worked in my life at a large company and the role that was in AWS was uh, in a startup a business development role where i had to interact with startups day in and day out so i have spent my entire life with startups i think when you got the opportunity from prime venture partners and you got selected in AWS you kind of got that confidence so entrepreneurship can be right like you can be in a self bubble also that you are doing good right and you have built something that few people accept right your users your investors but as a large world as a whole when a vc firm accept you and then the largest saas company which is amazon web services accept you that you get a self validation that you have like gone two levels ahead in the game is it a good thing you need validation i think validation the needed that's why you know founders even celebrate after getting large vc rounds because you know when you are a doer you are a founder you are always having self doubts you need to overcome that self doubts small validations from outside there is no harm in getting validation from outside if you you are constantly self validating there are people who say you don't have to celebrate fundraising like whenever you raise a fund it's not a thing you should celebrate because it's not an achievement you're not profitable yet just because you have raised a round should not be the reason you are celebrating you should celebrate just for the only reason that what you are doing is on the right track because a investor or a group of investors who had thousands of opportunities or even hundreds chose you among the hundreds of opportunities to be part of the journey for the next 10 years But right there are many companies who fail after failure is okay right more. even you can fail after joining a large corporate failure can happen any second because success you require 100 things to go right failure <laughs> one reason is enough to fail for a founder to become great right there is a combination of self doubt and confidence which is needed if you only have self doubt you will probably kill your own venture before it even sees the world right you will doubt it too much if you have too much confidence which is delusional you will just keep on clapping for yourself even without launching the product and you will give product in hand of one user and think that oh this is this is it so delusional founder is someone who doesn't want to take feedback from Agreed. anyone <laughs> except himself <laughs> or herself so what happens in case of a delusional founder is the founder reaches out to a vc and vc gives feedback the founder will think it in a reverse way the vc is not right and the vc is not able to see what i am building so 
ही स्टूपेड डू यू थिंक सेकंड टाइम फाउंडर्स बिकम डिल्यूशनल फाउंडर्स आई थिंक इट्स रेयर फॉर लाइक अगेन इट्स अ बैलेंस राइट एंड सेकंड टाइम फाउंडर्स आर इन मोर सेल्फ डाउट देन फर्स्ट टाइम फाउंडर्स बिकॉज़ एज़ फर्स्ट टाइम फाउंडर्स यू हैव नथिंग टू लूज एक्सेप्ट योर टाइम एंड द अपॉर्चुनिटी कॉस्ट इन सेकंड टाइम फाउंडर्स दे आर ओवरथिंकिंग ऑन देयर रेपुटेशन सो इफ दे फेल द सेकंड टाइम दे थिंक दैट द वर्ल्ड विल थिंक वेरी डिफरेंटली ऑफ देम सो द प्रेशर टू बी राइट इज सो मच मोर ऑन सेकंड टाइम फाउंडर्स इट्स नॉट द प्रेशर द वर्ल्ड पुट्स ऑन देम इज द प्रेशर दे पुट ऑन देमसेल्फ्स बट डोंट यू थिंक कि सेकंड टाइम फाउंडर्स को ऐसा लगता है कि वो कुछ बहुत बड़ा लूज भी करने वाले हैं बहुत बड़ी अपॉर्चुनिटी कॉस्ट नहीं है बिकॉज़ दे हैव फाइनेंशियल फ्रीडम इफ दे आर सक्सेसफुल आई थिंक because once a person achieves financial freedom they can do anything with their life right if they are choosing to commit next 10 years of their life to something in most of the cases it's the last or the second last stint they are building so in their eyes it's the largest opportunity cost so they could be doing so many other things in those yeah, 10 years they can join vc firm or have their own fund can angel invest or just read books yeah. all the time and post on linkedin yeah. so so that like you got into prime ventures then you got into aws and during that time also you were investing putting small check then you joined then you started investing through syndicate at what point in time you decided to only invest in saas companies i think after few companies i was getting inbound so it was clear right from my own experience building a b2b saas company which i never knew it was saas then and then the second part of it was building a consumer company called baby gogo i always hated building a consumer company because you were always burning money to get users and those users were not paying you but yeah. maybe you didn't have the experience required to build a consumer company you had the experience to build a b2b company but you didn't have the experience required to build a consumer yeah, company that is why you hated building i gave 3 years to building a saas company and 2 years to building a consumer company in those 2 years of building the consumer side of the business i always felt that why are we spending so much money to acquire users who are not even paying to use our service right and the narrative we gave ourselves and our investors that you spend so much money in the beginning that ultimately in a long period of time when you have lakhs and millions of users it will become profitable but it never just happens just a simple insight ki saas company mein rupaye jaane se pehle rupaye But I think revenue was very important for them. For me, sorry, I really want to be part of those businesses which make revenue, and the other kind of businesses that make revenue, which spend is D to C businesses like direct to consumer brands. But in case of brands, the cost of acquisition again so much to acquire a consumer, you never know that this consumer will come again back or not without spending money on ads. So it was very clear that enterprises or companies that pay for software will keep on paying for that software till the software is useful. And I think Siddharth is one of those most happy people right now in the startup ecosystem. जहां who are teaching you in a way like vijay yeah. from atomic work and through the podcast also we are getting to interact with founders like what fix founder khadim anwara we got to interact with them what's your learning from them yeah. apart from your own learning you had before building this saas fund these founders are uh, you know first of all trying to build for extremely large enterprises enterprises worth hundreds of billions of dollars and then what they are trying to build is solve a unique problem that this enterprises is facing right now and will continue to face for the next 10 years for example we 
Vijay is building for employee experience because everybody knows that employee experience, even when I was at AWS is broken, right? I had to file tickets at 10 places to get one thing resolved. Similarly, what Khadim is doing is uh, making training simpler on Salesforce. The Salesforce employee and enterprises use day in and day out. So the biggest insight you got from founders like Khadim Bara and Vijay is building for large enterprises. Build for large enterprises and charge them high because enterprises don't care about how much they pay. Uh, just to give our audience a reference about what we are talking about, why don't you share like after investing through syndicate, how we built fund one? Sure. We- invested in around seven to eight companies and they were mostly SaaS like Airmeet, Infido, Rocketium, Affable through Syndicate and then into 2021 we built the fund one which was a very small like $2 million fund. Thesis there was that for every company don't have to go out and ask for money for every company from LPs right. We proved I think our metal in fund one by being part of companies like SpotDraft, LoudSec, One Digital Stack, and Metadome, and several other companies. What we said to, to LPs is when we went again in the market next year, that we are building a $10 million fund and we will rinse and repeat what we did, being part of more companies like SpotDraft. I think Shashank is a great founder, so a real privilege to be part of his journey. So I think finding those companies where you think that you are the lesser one, right, among the relationship. It's always like finding a great husband and wife that you are the lesser one and so you need to behave better. Syndicate ke through investing, karne ke baad but after raising money for fund one we got this validation that we are capable for much more and we can raise a bigger round we can invest in better companies we had a good network of people who could put money in fund two and the best thing about fund two apart from the money we raised is the ic we have yeah, yeah. So, so that tell our audience like what is IC and yeah. how does it happen? In fund one, I was the only decision maker. So I had biases, right? I would agree that it can be fear of missing out. It can be a founder trying to be larger than himself or herself. A lot of fear plays when you are investing alone, uh, right? Because it's you versus you only. You don't have any other feedback, all right? And even if you reach out to few people who are your help, could help you, could advise you. There is no process to the madness, right? You can't reach out to the same set of person who is advising you for every company. So in the Fund two, I was clear that right, my biases shouldn't come in decision making. That's why you know I need a team partners which are better than me and partners who have more op- operating experience. So I met Shetit through a podcast. Mm-hmm. That was I think one of the best moments in my professional life. I think you have set so many examples for people who are starting podcasts because you have shown what kind of massive opportunities you can get yes. from podcasting. Like we had no idea that one day we will set up a fund, a SaaS focused fund, or we will have this kind of of quality I see or we will have this kind of office it's all started with podcast I interviewed Shitit after the interview Shitit said to me that he would like to be part of whatever I'm doing so I said I had raised fund one last time I'll raise fund two next year he said he'd like to be an LP in the fund we first said that met him again right once he had committed the capital as an LP I asked him to join as a partner whatever time he can give because he's also running a full time company right which takes away his weekdays and over a period of time then Sudarshan joined because Sudarshan was also an LP in fund one I think in fund two I started spending more time with him and I invited Sudarshan for the part of IC right so it became me Sudarshan and Chitit and over a period of time we started respecting each other's opinion each other's judgment that's how it became but I think uh, when I asked her to be a partner and give some time and Sudarshan also running a full-time company and he also started giving weekends. So this became a process for us, right? Every Saturday, we evaluate whatever the companies I have met throughout the month, whichever companies I feel confident about, I bring them to our investment committee, which is IC. And there, you know, Shitej and Sudarshan challenge me on my own beliefs and biases so that we can make the best decision from the fund. And both our operators with much more experience have built much larger companies that I had built. So what's that one thing that you were 
biased about and you are no more like that belief is broken now there was something that if a tier 1 vc is investing then my opinion would get biased that if sequoia is investing can i be part of that company now i realize i may not know that sequoia will also have like only 10% success rate so that company which i am investing in might be among the 90% of the sequoia's company mm-hmm. that might fail so those were the biases that got broken out over a period of time right when shitan solution came in so there are now companies where big vcs are coming but yes after us so we try to be come before no 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 so you said that you had this bias that if a big vc is coming you would invest it's no more a case it's right? no more a case it was it may be a case in a few instances in fund 1 but never in fund 2 we have passed companies in fund 2 mm-hmm. where a large vc is also there but we always realize that right it has to be in a very independent call irrespective of who is coming in or not so as you know siddharth there is one more reason why we are doing this podcast like including all our team members and listeners everyone is like nancy should also start hosting so i have prepared few questions so siddharth you have a special space in your heart for second time founders so tell me what do you really like about them so as i said right in investing or even right in a relationship you look for a partner who is better than you right so that you can look up to them constantly so in case of second time founders you can constantly look up to them because previously what they have built and the experience that they have gained it's a unequal relationship where you are the on the lower pedestal right so you are always in awe of what they are building you are always listening to them so that's a space i like to be in in a state of constant learning rather than giving my opinion do this do that then why would they raise money from you if they think that you are still learning and they will be teaching you so there is nothing they get from. because they don't take money from me right they take money from the partnership which is me chitraj and sudarshan and chitraj is a, like a super second time founder chitraj and sudarshan saved you <laughs> i think yeah. go to market is a skill that i learned at amazon even previous that while selling to doctors going door to door and i have gone to like hundreds or maybe thousand doctors so i understand the psychology of selling take a company to 1 million arr 10 million arr i think i have that insight so they take money at least for this insight i believe so so that we discussed that why founders should raise money from you and there are so many aspiring founders and early stage founders listening to this podcast what kind of investors being a early stage founder you should raise money from what you should look for in your investor i think first is when you start a call as a first time founder and it's your first call see if the investor is introducing themselves first or not and if the investor asks you to start pitching then meet is a big no right he is always uh, sitting on a higher pedestal and you are on a lower pedestal so at least you want to be an equal pedestal when you are pitching to an investor and if the investor is doing that that means he is trying to just cool down the air so that you as a founder can be more friendly and take it as a discussion between equals i have noticed because we have invested in 35 saas companies and there is this weird thing i notice that why do saas companies have these complex names I, i think because they don't invest so much time because they are not selling to consumers so it's just that they are selling to enterprises do you think they can improve this part i absolutely think that they can improve right they can spend four to five more months we see like very thoughtful meaningful names from d to c brands like mamar there is this meaning and there are many other d to c brands like bombay shaving company many other names this is the only reason they so this, this is the only reason keep... the best saas company in the world have a name snowflake so saas founder sitting in india they're trying to keep international names because they're selling to american audience or global mm-hmm. audience apart from these complex names because we have worked with many companies so i got a chance to scroll everyone's website and our competitors like very complex websites they have like and i think this is the reason why i really really like spot draft 
because they are solving a problem anyone can understand like someone like me can understand and the website is not that complex the way shashank is building in public like teaching everyone telling everyone like what i am doing what kind of clients we have all the product updates and the fundraising updates the way they shared it's really nice like i think for saas companies do you think it's a good thing to teach people because like we hosted what fix founders i think this was the first time many founders who have been listening to our podcast got back to us that yeah. this was a really nice episode and we didn't expect that because whatfix is a known company but mostly we were just discussing saas there was storytelling but most of the time we yeah. were just discussing saas so i had this expectation that maybe we are not going to get good traction on that podcast episode still so many people liked that episode and we got a comment on that episode that kuch bhi samajh nahi aaya i was little disappointed because that was the first comment we got so i was like it was a really nice episode but i think not many people are going to get but then we started getting comments from our founders but i think the way shashank is building is also helping people get saas yeah because there was time in india where people were saying that india mein abhi saas nahi hai but i think we have got here thanks to people like freshwork founder and zo because they have been talking about it yeah. they were not just building they were also talking about it the way shridhar tweets about the updates or the kind of work they are doing with zoho outside zoho and uh, the kind of initiatives freshworks is taking like we have this event saas bhumi it's an event to celebrate saas in india yeah. what kind of founders we have what kind of efforts they have been putting to build the saas ecosystem in india i think it's really necessary to tell everyone what bangalore mumbai delhi ke alawa chennai mein kya ho raha hai saas founders itne sare saas bhumi mein ikatte hue there was so much buzz on social media that people who are not from saas ecosystem they were also discussing so i think we should give credit to the people founders. like shashank that they are building in public and yeah. telling everyone so it's not just benefiting spotdraft but it is also benefiting saas startup yes. ecosystem in india that people are getting to know because customers know what they want so they are going to buy from you but investors 4 years back 5 years back not everyone was bullish on saas now people are getting yeah. to know companies like postman in general like i know about postman and hasura i think thanks to these founders who are educating everyone that what is saas what they are building and what's their vision hum kahan pahunche hain saas mein india mein us mein jaake kya hota hai kya sell karte hain cto jata hai founder jata hai there are so many discussions which were happening inside closed doors i think now people are discussing all yeah. of those things on social media thanks to people like sashi yeah i think definitely yeah. if you try to normalize make it less complex for yeah. everyone it doesn't does help you but it helps the ecosystem yeah. i think a lot of time i visit these websites and i'm like i don't understand a word so i think they should make it little easy for people to understand like at least i should understand what kind of problem you are solving yeah. if i have no idea after reading pura tumhara website then what's the point yeah. what's your favorite saas company which one is your most favorite I mean, outside our portfolio india i would say it would be whatfix since i get to know khadim very closely and i think khadim is building the next freshworks or whatfix might become bigger than freshworks next 10 years simple reason is khadim has a very unique insight on what enterprises want and he knows how to serve it now everyone knows that you are a big time reader and we have 3 4 bookshelves filled with so many books like and you are a big charlie munger fan any 
quote you want to share i think chali mangar says people are trying to find magic and things that work but ultimately people who win over the long term is people who don't do stupid things who avoid stupid things so just avoiding stupid things can make you extremely wealthy over a long period so of time how do you avoid stupid things by knowing that you know being aware of your biases i shared like i had a few biases right being aware of biases helps and reading a lot and knowing that what doesn't work you don't have to learn only from your mistakes you can learn from other mistakes as well i think here tools like chat gpt is helping a lot because you are being with someone who is more smart than you i think why chat gpt is so hot is let's go back to why google became so hot sitting with chat gpt is sitting with a friend who knows everything and you are okay with that friend being 90% accurate 10% of the times that friend might tell lies unknowingly so is chat gpt when i was searching like when google came back i was able to put anything in my mind in google and google was able to get me 10 results regarding the thing that i wanted to know now chat gpt has made it more simplified chat gpt will give me summary of whatever i need to know in a human language so it has reduced the time that i spent on google almost by 10x it's like live interaction the live interaction with a person who so knows with everything with google you are just asking and asking yeah. and here you are just interacting yeah ask chat gpt how do you make your social media post better you also type your social media post and ask chat gpt to make it better in the way you want it to so it's like having a friend who knows everything and having an assistant also who knows what to do if you tell the right thing to do think i think we had a good discussion on investing so you tell us in the comment if you like this conversation so we will try to be more active yeah. also suggest us topics what kind of discussions we can have whenever we are together next time and uh, we are also working on something exciting maybe in the next podcast we will be discussing that also yeah. so till then thanks so much for thank listening you. to us and any guest if you want to bring on 100 day entrepreneur yeah. podcast you can mention them in the comments we always always listen to you all thank you thank you